In this episode, there's just a couple spots where Brian Sherman's uh, call audio gets a little bit muffled, but it's a great conversation, so let's extend the man a little bit of courtesy and understanding. He is busy farming. Jacobus Gerardus Ackerboom brought his passion for horticulture to Bridgeton, New Jersey from his native Netherlands almost a hundred years ago, and J.G. Ackerboom was born. Jacobus's daughter and her husband, James E. Sherman, took over the operations in the mid-60s and moved to the current location in Cedarville, New Jersey, until their sons, John and Brian Sherman, took over in the early 1990s. Meg kicks off the Bridgeton Beacon series on the importance of the agricultural industry to Cumberland County by chatting with Brian about the history of J.G. Ackerboom and their transition to one of the premier liner producers of one- and two-year-old seedlings, fully-rooted cutting transplants, and potted grafted liners when they recognized a market need for high-quality liners. And today they ship their product all over the country. Enjoy this episode of the Bridgeton Beacon. Welcome back to the Bridgeton Beacon. For hundreds of years, the agricultural industry has been the backbone of the economy of Cumberland County. And I'm so happy today to be able to speak with my dear friend, Brian Sherman of J.G. Ackerboom Nurseries. Thank you very much for joining us, Brian. How you doing? Thank you, Meg. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I really do appreciate it. Um, like I said, I'm really excited uh, to speak with you. Uh, we've talked to other folks and the topic of agriculture in uh, Cumberland County and Bridgeton area has, has keeps coming up. And so I've decided to uh, do a series speaking with uh, some local folks like yourself. And I'm really excited that you're the first uh, the first one to join us. So welcome. Great. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. Um, you know, we are the Garden State, and a lot of people don't really view New Jersey as the Garden State. They kind of associate it with, you know, the Turnpike and places north. Mm-hmm. But yeah, here in Cumberland County, there's quite a bit of agriculture, plenty of nurseries and farms, and uh, we're fortunate to be here and uh, part of it. Right. Well, when I and the other thing I was excited about is that when I reached out to you a couple of days ago, you responded with describing the history of, of your company, of your business. And I could just sense the pride in the message that you sent to me. So why don't you start by, if you don't mind, just telling us a little bit about J.G. Ackerboom and who that is and how it got its start and, and why basically you're still doing it after all, almost 100 years. Sure. Um, J.G. Ackerboom was my grandfather on my mother's side. His name was Jacobus Gerardus Ackerboom, who came to the United States, he immigrated from uh, the Netherlands in the early 1900s at the age of 19. And the actual original nursery was in Bridgeton, um, was on Irving Avenue. Uh, He and my grandmother started that operation in 1923. So that basically means we've been in continuous operation now for 99 years. Um, I'm the third generation, my brother and I own and operate the nursery. Uh, my, My parents, um, my father was a fighter pilot in the Air Force, and he met my mother in Germany. And they came back to New Jersey in the mid-60s and bought another farm in Cedarville, where we currently have the operation. Um, so there was a period of time where both nurseries operated under that name, J.G. Ackerboom Nurseries. 
And then when my grandfather and grandmother retired um, right around 1980, uh, we moved the entire operation to Cedarville and sold the, the original farm to the Table family, which it's still, there's still, still some remnants there on Irving Avenue. Uh, if you where? know where Ed, Ed's body shop is Ed Table's body shop. It would be right across the street from there. There's a couple old greenhouses. And an, okay, an yeah, I know where that is. Building. I didn't realize yeah, I, that was uh, your family's business all those years that, ago. That was the original farm, yep. And they operated there from the 20s all the way up until the late 70s. Um, we, we moved the entire operation down here. And then my parents um, continued the operation, the nursery here, uh, from the late six, the 60s up until the time my father passed away in 1994. And from that point forward, it's been my brothers and I, or now it's two of us, my brother John and I, um, been, have been operating ever since. So, um, what, Well, what was the business like back then? Was it the same type of product as you guys are, are doing now, or was it different? No, it was, it was definitely different. My grandparents and my, my parents um, were what they call field-grown B&B uh, nursery growers. B&B is a term, bald and burlap. Basically, plant the trees out in a field, grow them on to a certain size, and then dig them, a ball around the plant, and burlap it, and then you send it off to a garden center or you know, landscape or what have you. Um, <clears throat> beginning in the, in the 90s, John uh, had the foresight to kind of transition our nursery over to becoming um, what they call a liner nursery, Liner is short for lining out stock. So we basically now raise small plants, um, seedlings, root cuttings, and, and some grafted plants that we then sell to other nurseries to grow on um, to finish size. So we kind of, we, we grow, you know, we get them started, we grow the baby trees, and then they, they get grown on to the adult size by other nurseries. So the bulk of your clients are other nurseries? Yes, other wholesale nurseries um, throughout the United States and, and Canada. Well. Although I will say, I, I got some beach plums off of you a couple years ago, and they look great. Oh, good. <laughs> they do. They look fantastic. So, well, the, our original seed source for those was the dunes of Cape May. So about that. you've got native plants from Cape May in your landscape. What was it that made you guys switch over to uh, liners? Um, it was actually my brother John's decision to do that, and it, it was actually a great foresight because um, well, for two reasons. One, our nursery, where we're located here in Cedarville, um, very sandy loam soil, which is great for growing seedlings, like we do, which is our primary business, but not so great for what my parents did, which was bald and burlap field grown material, just because the sandy soil they're growing in didn't hold, hold a great package as far as you know root systems, etc. But for, for growing seedlings, it's a perfect condition because. Um, it forces the plants to get a very fibrous root system. Um, if you grow a seedling in like heavy clay soil, the plant doesn't have to work too hard to, to develop really nice roots. Whereas in sand, they have to you know form a very fibrous root system, and it ends up um, being a perfect condition for that. Got it. The other the other foresight he had is that in, in becoming a liner operation, um, it, it, all these hundreds of nurseries around here and around the country and on our state as well. They're, they're no longer our, our competition, they're our, our customers. So, um, you know, it just works out perfect for us in that respect. Um, How far away are most of your clients? Are they local or are they all over? Oh, they're all over. Uh, we saw a lot into Oregon. Like I said, we saw them in, in really pretty much all over the, the country and, and also into Canada. How do you ship them? Uh, well, most of the seedlings are, are harvested bare root. So we have a machine that goes down a bed of seedlings 
and it kind of undercuts the bed and shakes the, the, the plants out onto the top of the surface. And then our guys load them up on a wagon and we grade them out by size, um, different sizes, like four to eight inch, eight to 12 inch, 12 to 18 inch, et cetera. And then they're shipped bare route um, across the country, either in skids, uh, like on a freight truck, or they're with the smaller order, we just hand roll them into uh, these, what we call jelly rolls. It's just like a package that you can just send on a UPS truck. And it, it actually ends up being really cost effective to ship that way, just because you talk about a bare root seedling, you could, you know, you could put maybe, depending on the size of the seedling, you might be able to put 500 or 1,000 trees into one little package and, and send it on a UPS truck. Got it. Um, so uh, that's, it works out you know, pretty well. Um, How much so land do you have? Um, I, I always get asked that question. I never know the answer. I think it's right around 300 acres. Wow. Um, not, all, not all of it's tillable. I'd say half of it's woodland. Um, a good part of our nursery, uh, and actually part of the history of our nursery, we, my brother John learned a lot of the seedling growing aspects from what was Hess Nursery, which was our neighbor down the road. Um, they operated a nursery up until the early 19, uh, 1990s, and uh, they, they, ret- and they closed and retired. But he was a propagator, seedling grower, just like we are. And, and he kind of took my brother under his wing and showed him the loops. And we ended up buying a major portion of their nursery. So that we call that our southern nursery, our south, you know, south farm versus the original nurseries in north farm. But they're only about a half mile apart. Do you live so, on the nursery or on the farm? I, I do. I live on the, the southern farm, which used to be part of the Hess nursery property. My brother lives in the house I grew up in, which is on the main farm. Um, are you out there? Are you out there right now? Yeah, that's what I thought. You kind of sound like you might be. <laughs> well, I just I'm getting I'm getting the virtual tour. <laughs> well, you're welcome to come for a tour too. Oh, well. I do. I want to. I definitely want to. And I I know that right now is pretty much your busy season. So we figured we'd try to get this phone call in at least, and then maybe I can come out. Uh, I'd love to talk to John as well. How much older is than you is John? He's two years older than me. Okay. So, did uh, Did both of you guys? No, growing up that this is what you would be doing or um no well in my case i actually um i was an engineer for 10 years i I went away from the nursery um i got out of college and then i got accepted into graduate school for engineering at university of delaware and that was the year my father passed away so what i did is i deferred for a year of you know going to grad school and i stayed home and helped out with the family business then I went on and got my master's, and now I was an engineer for about 10 years. And I didn't come back into the business until, I think it's 20, 2002. Okay, so, so 20, um, 20 years. Yeah, no, I've been back 20 years, but John's pretty much operated continuously, um, you know, really since, uh, since well, before my father passed away. So he's been here since basically, you know, high school, and, and he was in college briefly. But um, So, no, he's definitely been on uh, in the nursery game since the beginning. I, I got out for a while now down back in so <clears throat> but it's nice it's uh it's, it's you know it's a different lifestyle you there pluses and minuses i mean you, you can walk outside you're, you're at work but you can also walk outside you're at work <laughs> so, right well tell me about your day how does your day typically look like what does it look um, like? well we we generally uh well, this time of year we're probably like almost six days a week i mean normally it's like definitely thought you know you know seven till five every day during the week and then Half day on Saturday, sometimes full day on Saturday, depending on how busy we are. Um, and yeah, we just uh, there's always something to do here. We um, this time of year, our nursery is a little different because we do bare root seedlings than other nurseries. Where 
generally nurseries, you know, start becoming really busy right now, like, and then up to Mother's Day and then through, like, let's say up till June, that's like the busy sales time. Ours basically is busy from January till now. We're starting to actually slow down because we have to harvest all of our trees um, while they're dormant. So um, we've really been, you know, going at it, you know, heavy since, um, really since Christmas. Um, but now we have probably, I would say, 95% of the crop dug and shipped. Um, so now it's getting ready for next year. We have a ton of seeds we got to plant. We do probably 75 maybe different species of trees and shrubs from seed. Well, that was going to be my um, next question. What what types of uh, product are you growing? Oh, I, <laughs> I looked on. I looked on, and I will, I will say I love your your website. It's great. Um, oh, it, yeah, it's, it's. I like little, it. I like the way it's got the history. No, I like it. It's got the history, which I thought was really neat and interesting. And um, I downloaded and was looking at the availability. So, you know, tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about all the different types of products that you have, and does that change regularly, yeah. or how does that work? Well, um, there's basically three areas that we. We focus on here. Um, the main thing and the biggest money maker for us is, is seedlings. So, um, the, and they've ranged from all kinds of, I mean, from oaks to dogwoods, the maples, the Japanese maples to uh, just, a, I mean, just a plethora. I mean, it's a long list. The bayberry mm-hmm. is a big plant for us, peach plums. Um, so, there's a lot of natives and there's also ornamentals that are non native that we do. Um, and, and that's from seed. And that literally, uh, like, we will spend two months in the fall with our guys going around picking seeds um, at different nurseries um, from our own. Uh, we have our own seed orchards here. And even out in the wild, we have permission from the fish and game to go to certain you know, state forests and even dunes, Ocean City, Corson's Inlet, we pick uh, bayberry seed there. So we're all over the place collecting seeds. We even have relationships with some of the arboretums in Philadelphia for some of the more unusual stuff that you can't find. Um, you know, readily available. They'll, they allow us to come in and uh, pick seeds, and then we'll donate back seedlings to them or what have you. Is it seasonal? Does it depend on the season in terms of what you're growing and planting? Yeah, well, um, I would say almost everything we we pick gets picked in the fall. From you know, almost most plants, that's when their fruit is is, is ready. Um, there's a couple things. Uh, red red maple actually, swamp, or we call it swamp maple, whatever you want to call it, that actually produces seeds in the spring but yeah and most of it we collect in the fall and depending on what the plant is we would either plant it in the fall and that's rare there's only certain things you uh you would plant um, immediately most of the stuff we, we call stratify we basically put it in bags with peat moss and keep it in a in proper conditions like in a cooler over the winter and then we spring sow it onto um, raised beds in the field um, the beds are basically um, they're like four feet wide and most of them are about 600 feet long and uh they have drip irrigation in them there's basically hoses in the ground to where you can deliver water but also fertilizer directly to the root system so there's not a lot of runoff or anything like that it basically goes right to where you need it to go without wasting it um but then we hand sow the seeds right onto a bed um we then cover the bed in sand quarry sand and then they grow and um all summer long and most of the stuff we, we sell is a one-year seedling so by fall you'll have I mean, beds after beds after beds of these seedlings of different species of plant um, that we then go through when they're ready and uh, we have like I said a special digger that just bare root digs them 
uh, shakes them out of the ground, and then we process them and ship them. So um, I, I know that you said that the way um, you and John are, are, are doing things now differ somewhat from the way your, your grandfather did it. Um, <laughs> but are there, are there certain lessons that you've taken from how he and, and your father ran the business back then that has been consistent or has kind of remained true over the last yeah. hundred years? Sure. So like, um, the seedling thing is all kind of, I wouldn't call it new, but it's, you know, since the nineties, it wasn't really something that my, my father or my grandfather did, but they both in their nurseries propagated by cuttings or grafting, which is another you know way of cloning plants. But so we still do that as well. We do um, know, several hundred thousand cuttings a year and maybe 50,000 grafts or whatever. But so, yeah, we, we've been, I've been doing that since I was a kid. And so was John and, um, you know, we carry that on because that's the other two product lines I was going to mention is we have potted grafted material, which is grafting is a, a cloning um, mechanism where you're taking a cutting off a plant and, and grafting it onto a seedling and getting it to live and grow together. And uh, it's just a way of producing plants there. Otherwise, you couldn't produce that, you know, they can do a rooted cutting, for example. But rooted cuttings is the other thing we do. And it, a lot of your more common things are done by rooted cuttings where you you know, you just basically take cuttings, you stick them in a sand and perlite or what have you under a mist system, and they develop their own roots, and then you, you plant them out in the bed for a year, and then every root But so, yeah, the, the grafting and the root cuttings is something my, both my grandfather and my father did. Um, the seedlings, not so much, but um, so, yeah, that's pretty much the three ways we grow plants. And the only other option you have for propagating you know, ornamental trees is tissue culture, which we do not do. That's kind of done in a laboratory where they take a little micro cutting and they grow in a test tube and that kind of stuff. But we don't really do that. And that's kind of a really specialty thing we do. Yeah. I mean, has technology come into play at all um, now compared to back then? Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, um, you know, my grandparents and, uh, and my parents, you know, everything was kind of done with pipe irrigation out in the field or you're blowing water all over the place. and um, where everything we do now is, is done through drip irrigation. Um, even certain pesticides we use, they get developed, they get delivered directly through the, the drip irrigation. The fertilizer gets delivered right there. So it's all going right to the root system with like minimal runoff. Um, we've actually been given the environmental stewardship awards from the New Jersey DEP uh, based on our practices and how we go about things. Um, is, it, is it regulated what you do? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, everything's kind of, mm -hmm. especially when you're going to this, uh, like when we're, because we ship all over the country, like certain states, like Oregon, California, especially, but also when we ship in the, in, into Canada, uh, you have to have phytosanitary inspections done, or the actually state ag inspector comes to our nursery, inspects the plants, make sure there's no diseases, etc. cetera. Uh, then you get you know, certification and they get shipped out that way. But, you know, there's like, there's certain diseases and, you know, um, in the pop up around the country that, you know, yeah, I mean, how, do you, how do you combat that? Well, I mean, there's certain things, if it's a pest, you use, you know, like an insecticide, if it's a, if it's a certain bug or something like that, um, or if it's a, if it's a fungus, you use fungicide. I mean, there, there are pesticides you use, um, but, you know, it's just, it's part of, um, just having a good, you know, integrated pest management program, is what they call it.
Thanks again for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe anywhere you listen.